And when I stand on the mountain and I say, do it, it gets done. If it don't get done, then I'll move on it. And that's the last thing in the world you want me to do because I got that Confederate sword in the kitchen. Welcome to the Psychopath Test Podcast, <laughs> episode three. Um, I'm not by myself today doing my normal smooth introduction. No, he's not. Today, Sam is here. Hello. Hello. Uh, episode three is a pretty good one, isn't it? It is. It's juicy. Yeah. So it needed a double the effort mm-hmm. for the intro. Do I need a slow voice? Um... I think you're slow enough, like naturally. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Naturally it's slow. Naturally slow. Um, <laughs> today's episode um, may have some ramifications after its release mm-hmm. for me, you, and our guest. Yes, there is that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, we would just like to stress that this is a comedy podcast comedy podcast um, with a true crime element. With the true crime element, yes, and uh, some. Uh, revelations are made. Yep. Where certain accusations were made. Mm-hmm. We have bleeped out names and we'd just like everybody to uh, understand that this is for comedy purposes and the views held on this podcast may not reflect the views held by Sammy Dobson. Yes. But are possibly just the views of mine and Simon's. Yes. <laughs> Me. I'll take the blame. Me. Cy Buglis. I am responsible for this whole podcast. Any legal actions that may be taken, take them against me. Okay? Now, Anything else you'd like to say before the beginning of this podcast? Yes. Sammy has had a a very colourful life. And she mentioned the running that she had with um, probably the most renowned psychopath this country's ever seen. (laughs) And while it may sound that we're making light of this monster, because he was an absolute monster, it's just... We we all have dark sense of humour. Do you know what I mean? Good point. Sammy was not scarred by it in any way, um, as you will hear. So I just don't want anyone to think that we're making like light of um, abuses of power and sexual assault and whatnot, because we're not. Yeah. We'd just like to add that we, we briefed Sammy before this episode and asked if she would be comfortable talking about um, some of these experiences. And also, um, we'd like to add a trigger warning for anybody that has gone through this. Mm-hmm. Um Again, we've got really dark sense of humours. Um, we, we don't make light of it. We just try to laugh at some of the dark stuff that's happened to us and our guests in the hope of just making us cope a little bit better. But yeah. if you have gone through something like sexual assault in your life, this is a trigger warning now. No, we're, we're firmly of the belief, and this is very much a Geordie thing, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Yeah, And that's, that's how we get on. That's how Sammy gets on. And I think if you go into this episode with that mindset, you're going to really enjoy it. It is funny. Sammy's really open and fun. And yeah, just enjoy it. And don't take it too seriously. Definitely. Just, just let the offensiveness and the subtle talk just wash yeah. right over you. And, and you'll um, have a good time. <laughs> Like I say, there's some accusations made. I have made, well, we have made the executive decision to bleep out said name. 
which I revealed after it was whispered in my ear. We've bleeped it out uh, because, I mean, the, the way the libel laws are in the UK, like only a fool would you know, like name someone without any proof. This is true. So, yeah. But without further ado, ladies and gents, here is The Psychopath Test, episode three. A little metronome. Very professional. <laughs> Spoil that one then, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did not. Okay, great. <laughs> Ladies and gents, welcome to the Psychopath Test Podcast. With me, as always, is my co-host, Sam. Hi. Hello. And with us today, we have a guest. She is a British actress and comedian, according to her Wikipedia page. <laughs> Born in Newcastle. Uh, she appeared as Sarah Young in the children's drama series, Baker Grove. <gasps> she was also in Casualty, Inspector George Gently, Doctors. She was a team member on the Stephen Merchant radio show. She was in the movies Joe Madison's War, Public Sex, I, Daniel Blake, in the TV sitcom Boy Meets Girl. And she was also in an Ice and Advert with Peter Andre, where she said the line... I can't remember. Oh, fucking excellent. <laughs> Ladies and gents, it's Sammy Dobson. <laughs> Hi, Pat. I let you down there, didn't I? You did. I thought they had like impressive a impressive guest to have on episode three. It's so. fucking great, isn't it? I remember making this noise. <laughs> That's pretty much how the advert went. To be honest, I thought you said some, <laughs> something about it's him. Did you not say something? I like can't that? remember. It's only a few hours, man. It's him. And in one, one of these uh, films or TV shows, you got rattled up a tree as well, didn't you? Correct. And Women what, in Love, BBC Four. I was going to say, I hope it wasn't Baker Grove. I was just imagining you getting double teamed by Speedy and Jeff. But, uh, <laughs> that was when the cameras weren't rolling. <laughs> Excellent. If you hear a little noise in the background, a little little runchy noise, going, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Moira. Um, runchy. She's Thank come, you very much. She's come along. She is Sam's mum and sidekick Sonny's mum. Just come along to make coffee and tidy up the house, uh, you know, and she's decided to stay for the podcast. So if you hear her in the background, that's who she is. Hi, Moira. Hello. Uh, you can shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing, Sammy? Not bad, mate. Yeah. Not bad, how are you? I'm alright. Not bad at all, yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, well, this morning, or like generally. Just in general. Buying a house, mate, it's fucking awful. That's impressive. Buying a house? It's, no, it's the stupidest thing I've ever done. It's, it's, I tell you what, it's a, a process riddled with psychopaths. Is it really? Oh, fuck. I cannot believe how loathsome estate agents are. Oh, oh yes, yeah, estate agents, of course. What's what the point in them? Nah, I know. It just feels like Devil's a totally minions. unnecessary leap in the process. I'm, I'm just, I'm just fuming, mate. So they just, t- they take a cut of the, the money when you yeah. buy the house. That's good. But they just yeah. keep pointing us in other directions. Like, I speak to your solicitor about that. Speak to the vendor about that. But what are you doing? Fuck hell. I'm over it. It's fine. I'm not at all better. <laughs> so have you bought the house? Not yet. How much, is, how much is the house? I wouldn't like to say. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. just say at this juncture, I did have a huge car accident that wasn't my fault, so it's... Well, you're still dining, out, dining out on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to put that money into houses or it would have gone into shoes. So I sold, right. sold a flat Both recently. Both yeah. very much. I've got, I mean, I've got some smashing shoes. <laughs> Definitely those only usually worn by drag queens, um, which is why I'm having to be a, a pantomime dame this Christmas to justify my purchase. Oh, you're doing pantomime, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Is that the Star Comedy Club? It is, yes. Tickets are available now, I believe. Thank you very much. You're welcome. But I, so I, I sold, sold me flat and then made me boyfriend, for want of a better word, of buying a, a house together. What other word would it be? Bearded crabs, the one I usually call. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, That's incredibly grown up, isn't it? It is very grown up We're buying a house. Uh, wallowing in the rental section. Uh, my car's not even insured. You know, I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> 
I'm not good at like grown up things. You know, it's, uh... No, I, I tell you what, my um, the time I spend on otherwise childish pursuits is ramped right up. I'm flying through Pokemon. Good stuff. Good <laughs> stuff. Got to do something to take the edge off. I just can't yeah. live in the adult world too long. I have to just awful, isn't it? progress. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Sammy, uh, you are an actor and a comedian. Which to an extent? Which profession? Do you think has the most psychopaths? Oh yes, that's a good question. Oh my god. That I've encountered. Mm-hmm. Now bear in mind, I'm very much stuck with this accent, can't do other ones, never have. So yeah. everything I usually do is with other Geordie actors. Right. Mm-hmm. They tend to be alright. There's one or two that definitely aren't, mm-hmm. but on the whole, they're fine. Yeah. Whereas comedians. I can think of a fair few. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know if it's just the ones I've encountered, because I've heard some awful stories about other actors, but, you know, not all of them. So what, you've come across more sex? I think in uh, comedy, yeah, but I yeah. think it's because I've met more, gone further afield, I'm not sure. Right. But I, I think personally there's more in comedy. But I think that's because it's a um, single-minded soul endeavour. Yeah. It's sort of the perfect art for the control freak, because mm-hmm. you can get up there and do and say whatever you like, and it is unfiltered, unscripted, unedited. I mean, obviously you do write your stuff, mm. but if you in the moment want to say whatever the fuck you like, you can. No one's going to stop you. It's good for that. It's great for that. Yeah, I guess you've got to have some of those qualities that a psychopath might have or a person on that spectrum might have yeah. to get up and do that. You yeah, need to very, be quite fearless, don't you? Well, well, I've mentioned in the first episode it's very, uh, I would say it's a very cutthroat industry I think if you want to succeed and and I think there's an inverse amount of people do succeed in comedy who aren't necessarily the most talented oh definitely they're just the best at the game and I think um, Newcastle's a very good example of people who aren't good at the game Mm. but actually have better comedians than a lot of other places (laughs) yeah I'm not I'm no way including myself in that but there's a lot of talent in the region that doesn't leave the region I'm I'm terrified to push ahead I'm definitely one of them I'm not terrified to push ahead I'm just far too lazy um, (laughs) to like work hard and try and go and do gigs for no money to just to, to impress people I'm not I just kind of write an email and say I'm really good at this because mm. I just go oh, I'm not remember that time I died I'm fucking awful don't book me for your gigs I'm sorry do you think that's like a Geordie thing yeah we were talking about we think that there's probably not that many sort of those kind of people in the industry mm. where we are because Geordies are really like quite self-evasive and they don't you know they take the piss out themselves they yeah. play yeah. themselves down a lot you know that's definitely what I come across in the acting sphere yeah. In the comedy sphere? Oh, yeah. Definitely with the Northeast, it's very self deprecating. I would say almost all the acts I know. And I think if you tried to do something or push yourself ahead, you would be ripped to shreds by anything. Yeah. It's not an admirable quality. <laughs> Whereas if you reverse it with Liverpool, which isn't that far away. I was just about to mention Liverpool. Fuck me, it's the exact opposite. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the amount of people who are succeeding by literally going online and telling everyone, How good I'm they the are. best at this. And all the mates go, yeah, you are, mate. You're the fucking best at this. <laughs> fucking licking each other's written pieces that until they're wasn't too bad. <laughs> <like, laughs> kind of and Sam actually loves that accent, I the, uh, the Scouse oh accent. Oh, my God. I find it, it like... Sexy. Weak at the knees. Really? Yeah, yeah it's just one of me quirks. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind it on all vo- videos of the Beatles. <sighs> I see now I don't like that. It just oh, doesn't sound soft like... soft enough it, for me, it, just, I just think of, like, Ringo voice and Thomas Tank Engine, and it's just... Yeah. That's it. Is that got you going, is it? Ringo? Well, that's that story we 
recently about them all like having a little wanking session in the same room. What? I was what? just off for a week. What? Like, you heard about no, them? No, the Beatles doing a big circle jerk. Yeah. yeah. What? The world playing soggy biscuit. <laughs> I think they just had come together on the record player. But oh, like, nice. Um, <laughs> okay, that's why she's a comedian, ladies and gents. But I, like, I like the Southport accent. That's particularly soft, but that's I also particularly niche to me. I don't know that. Because that's where Gomez are from. You see. Right. Is that like? Is that like Manchester? It's very soft scouse edging into my ears. Oh, right, okay, yeah. okay. It's very gentle. Oh, right. Yes, I think I know where you mean. Oh, I just hate the same Every time I hear it, I want to just check my pockets for my phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, save that. I'll probably alienate all of our yeah, Liverpool yeah. listeners yeah. there. Well, uh, Nobody else shares that view about me. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the views of, of, of mine on the podcast are mine alone. Uh, <laughs> I bet there's loads of people that think Geordie accents. Horrible. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not sexy, is it? It's not sexy. I was, I, I, it's stupid, isn't it? I tried to make a sexy noise and it came out as... Oh. <laughs> oh, no, it's not right. <laughs> yeah, come over here. Um, it's just, it's not sexy. Yeah, Jordy dirty talk just doesn't work, does it? Try to be. Oh, God, I know. No, don't say what? that. No, you have to. Now it's a very honest podcast. Come on. <laughs> In flagrante recently, mm-hmm. tried to get my boyfriend to do something, but I thought there's no way I can phrase this without sounding like. It's just going to ruin the moment because in my uh, accent I can't. So I tried to get him to do what I wanted to do, and that ended up him just sort of grabbing me ass like Sid James and jiggling it about. And I was like, nah, that's not what I was going for, mate. Right, right. <laughs> no, but I, but I couldn't have gone, yeah, fucking smack me ass, mate. It just I know, it's, just, it's an accent, isn't it? Like, the only thing I ever say during sex is I've seen with my partners and nearly done. Do you know what I That's the extent of it, really. <laughs> well, I'm married with kids, you know, it's just like, I'm like, <laughs> You finished? Oh, good lad, good lad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like any comments like that that take wind out of the sails. Yeah, just yeah. at the moment, anything like that that's like, good for you. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. At least you did. Yeah. <laughs> this one of us had fun. It's your special day. <laughs> right, I know a, 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 a little story about you. Oh, God. I'm hoping I'm allowed to mention it. <laughs> um, Let's see. As this is the Psychopath Test podcast, I would say one of the most notorious and famous psychopaths in this country you've had a run-in with. Uh, Ah, His name is Sir... Oh, did he get? Did he get that taken off? I don't. Know. Uh, I think he has. Yeah, now. I think he probably has. For what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, his little comfort to the victims. Was, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Savile. Mm. You, you, you had a run in with. Right a run in. Great North Run. It was at the Great North Run. Was it? Well, oh, was it the Junior Great so, North Run? Yeah. So what? Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Junior Great. Oh dear. So, uh, what happened with uh, you and Jim will fix it? What, what went on? Tell you what, if you're playing Savile Bingo, it's got a lot of the big ones. It's got right. the Junior Great North Run and it happened in a caravan. Fuck oh, oh, me. Uh, I was 16, but looked a lot younger. <laughs> and me and a few of the other cast members of Baker Grove were in a caravan waiting to be interviewed by CBBC. Right. Wow! <laughs> Just even, <laughs> even the start of that uh-huh. so waiting to be interviewed by CBC. I already feel sick. <laughs> so we're waiting to be mic'd up, I think, and yeah. then he came through the door. And because he'd still been a big part of like growing up and mm-hmm. we all knew who he was, and it was still a bit like, wow, that's Jimmy Savile. And he came and sat between me and my female friend. I'm going to actually sort of do what he did. So he sat between me and my mate who were sat quite close together and said, 
now then ladies, now then, have we got my mics on? And as he said, have we got my mics on? He put his hand down the back of our pants in our knickers and like into our arse cracks. Oh my God. And it wasn't like, oh my God, I feel violated or whatever. We both looked at him like, you for fucking real? (laughs) (laughs) We've seen you. So it was like, we weren't like, oh, I feel, it was just like, but the age of you and the absolute, like. The cheek. Yeah, the cheek of it. I think because we both just glared at him so much, he retracted his hands and went, see you later, ladies, and then ambled out. And then my friend went, oh my God, you've just been nonced by a legend. She would have been 15. If I was 16, right. she was a year, year younger than me. So, yeah, she, she, she was genuinely well. nonced. So, what... Oh, that's my phone, sorry. So, what year was this? Oh, if I was 16, I don't know, 2003? 2003, yeah, that would be about... I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Fucking hell. Now, if that's not the story that gets us, like, a million listeners, I, know. I don't know what it is. I, know. <laughs> I remember that just thinking, because obviously, sadly, and it, I can't really go into a lot of it, but sadly, working in kids' TV as a child, mm-hmm. you are bait, and there's no two ways about <laughs> really? it. Really? Oh, God. The amount of stories and horrible encounters and different things. So it sort of paled into comparison to other things. But it, when he died, the day he died, I put on Twitter... Oh, Savile's dead. I remember when he felt me up when I was 16. Wonder how many people are saying that today. And then it started coming out. And Whoa, I was like, shit. So you were at, like, the forefront of that? Well, I, I, I assume a lot of people... It's amazing how many people I've met subsequently who said, oh, yeah, he touched me up at Stoke Mandeville. Oh, yeah, he touched me up at wherever. Like, it will have been thousands. I don't think it, like, I'm a rare case. I just uh, happened to be in a room oh with them once. Ergo was fondled. It, it wasn't just... It, like, the, I don't know how... It's quite brazen. I don't know whether to respect it. No, 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 but the fact that he's just sat down between two ears and just went... Put his hands down both of you. But that's the bloke that's been getting away with it for that yeah. amount of time that it's just complete second nature. And all of these other people that were complicit in it that have allowed him to just... Act like that without ever calling his behaviour. It's frightening. Yeah, that's isn't it? the that's the thing that gets me. But like I say, with with Biker Grove and stuff like that, there's plenty of stuff we all knew. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff that like that we still refer to jokingly, nudge, nudge. Well, oh, you remember such and such, and those people haven't been caught. They haven't mm-hmm. been pulled through. So there's still yeah. people out there. Absolutely, and not actors. I would hasten to add, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't cast. But, you know, there's a, a few unpleasant stories. Behind the scenes and whatnot. When I worked on Six Music, my friend was, like, pushed up against a wall by Rolf Harris. <gasps> and basi- he basically said, if you don't fuck me in that disabled toilet, I'll make sure you lose your job. And she was like, then I'll lose my job. Piss off. So it, 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 there's a few, but there's still a big one that I don't think's come out yet that I have heard again and again and again. And I think it's going to take for him to die for it to come out. Who? who? I, obviously, we can't name. I can name. I can't, I can't say it. Can you Shut up. You heard it here first, guy, and that's coming from me. And like I say, I've only heard rumours, but I've heard them again and again and again from different people. He's gay, isn't he, dude? So really? Boys, so, is he going over the top to be outrageous with women so, so people don't call him on that? that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. But I've heard he's not particularly nice. But I don't think it'll take him dying I... for that to come out. Are you sure you're alright with this going out? Because I named him, you didn't name him. It's not going to ruin your career, is it? <laughs> oh, I don't know what little there is in it left. Well, we've outed him. If yeah, anything, it'll yeah, give him a bit. I can only... Oh, I don't think it's a paedophile. I think it's women, not children. Alright, sorry, I retract that. <laughs> <laughs> from, from what I've heard. But again, it's all rumour. But that's the thing, I've never, I've never heard... 
tumultuous rumours. I've never heard like fully grounded rumours from loads and loads and loads and loads of different places where it hasn't actually turned out to be yeah. true. That would be the only one, if it isn't true, where that's the case. We yeah. met Ralph Harris, me and Sidekick Sonny, when we were young. Got picture was yeah, there was a picture on your house on your wall. Didn't fancy me. Oh. <laughs> what about Sonny? <laughs> one little boy. Oh, you ran more interactive. Ah, you've got good judging character. I loved him. I used to watch Ralph's Cartoon Club and I wrote to Ralph's Cartoon Club and I was a big, big fan. And I went to see him at the Riverside and he was doing all the Georgie songs, but in his stuff, like, straight With his little fucking songs. So he's going, uh, Whistlets and Joke Gobs. Really? I can't do an Australian accent. I can't do Ralph Harris impersonation, but he was doing, like, the lamp and worm and the blade and races and stuff wow. with these mad card But I think things. he was very good at the public face. I think he was very good mm-hmm. at your, you are the audience, I have to keep this facade up and then anyone behind the scenes, nah. But I was like fangirling, like he could have been like, oh yeah. Maybe, I think it, from what I can gather. he was an ugly eight-year-old. <laughs> Yeah. Teenagers with a uh, I was obsessed with um, Gary Glitter when I was nine. Oh, right. Pro- and I went out oh, the arena to see him. That's a whole new kind of world. He rode on the stage on a white Harley Davidson. I think it's the most thrilling thing I've ever seen. I so wanted to be in his car. Fucking glad I wasn't. Jesus. <laughs> Although I was proper pedo bait as a kid. I can remember my mum and dad told us a story when I was two. We were uh, living in America. And we were staying in this motel the pilots used. And we sat out the back of the motel one day and apparently I just walked away from them without them noticing, climbed into a pilot's lap, put my arms around his neck and went, Uncle, you've got such twinkly eyes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my mum and dad were both like, oh, God. <laughs> we're going to have to keep an eye on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so are you trying to say Savile did nothing wrong with... <laughs> <laughs> wow. In out like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's been a juicy episode so far. Um, <laughs> we're enjoying this. Sammy, uh, you've taken the psychopath test. Yeah. How do you think you've scored? I hope low. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's like, I think there's bits in everyone where you go, I know for these things I'm probably okay, but for them things I'd worry a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's in my family, that's what worries us. It's in your family? Yeah. Can you go into detail? Are you allowed to talk? I mean, we were without it enough people already, may as well have some family members. <laughs> they're all dead, it's fine. Well, you can't go. slander the dead, can you? Yeah. No, my grand, I was a psychopath. Yeah. And it's believed at least one of my uncles was. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, he can't not have been. He once proudly told me from Durham Prison, uh, I trained my dogs to be bloodthirsty, so I just let them off the lead in the pub and watch them chow people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> There's reasons they're dead. So, um, yeah, but me... me my granddad definitely was. Right. The way he treated everybody around him, his kids, his wife, he, there was there was nobody he had love or respect for other than himself. And it was all really? lies and manipulation. And, yeah. Yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible. So do you worry that you might have a little bit of that in you? Is that yeah, what you and I'm mostly scared that I'd carry it, that I'd have yeah. a kid. Because I think Can you? Yeah, I think it is. It's, it's certainly like, you can see it in family lines, mm. whether that's nature or nurture. Because mm-hmm. obviously his two sons were brought up by him. They could have learned, but then why would we dad not? Mm. I, I do believe it's more nature than it is nurture. Uh, well, men, mental illness in my family uh, is so prolific that it, 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 it's got to be, do you know what I mean? Mm. Because the, all the different family members have had variously different upbringings and yet we've all kind of got this uh, same, like when it comes to panic attacks and um, the OCD and self-doubt and just about really horrific. Uh, it just seems like it's got to be nature, I think. So, Sammy, I think, yeah, you, you could have something to worry about then, Pet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But if we get a drum roll, please. Mm-hmm. Drum roll. Sammy, on the psychopath test, you scored... 
27 percent oh, pathetic that's higher than i would like ideally that is the lowest out of any guests we've had and uh, and the hosts okay. you are the lowest well that's something if you maintain that score we said we were going to give the lowest a, maybe a prize. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was that, that was a listener, not a not a, oh, not, right. oh, not not a celebrity guest who don't buy houses and don't need the, the, the gifts. Twenty seven percent. That's that's you're not a psychopath, Sammy. That's get that, get that out of your head. I think um, I don't think it's possible to score zero on it. Really? I think um, the twenty seven percent kind of sort of like, oh yeah yeah you, you will stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? I don't think you can score. Zero. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it's possible to score zero. Again, I don't think it's possible to score 100. Do you know what I mean? I don't I think, think it I'm quite works. I think I'm definitely like, I can be manipulative and do quite terrifying things, but nothing to the expense of like, do you Other know what people? I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I, I know I can be quite plotty and devious and work things out. I've certainly said things when my boyfriend's gone, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so is, is that is that career orientated or? No, because I kind of fuck someone else over to get ahead. I just mm. kind of do it. I, it's always the whole, my hands will go. I, I, I can it. I can it. I'd I'd rather die unsuccessful. Right. Than, than fuck someone over. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that if it's if it's someone I know and like. But what about if it's a random stranger? He still I couldn't. Just, I'm so frightened of karma. I've always been so scared of karma, and I don't know why because I don't believe in the religion that it you know mm-hmm. propagated it. But I just totally believe that whatever you put out comes back. So whenever something bad happens in my life, I'm sat down with an open going, Well, you did do this and you did say that. And yeah. So I am a bit frightened of. If I ever did something like that, that what the repercussion would be? Yeah. See, I've got OCD and mm. things like that, and everything I do is to try and control and manage that risk of Amazing. something bad happening. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that plays into it. And I always worry: do I only do good things because I want good things to happen? And is that definitely a fucking psychopathy? Is that not just um, <clears throat> an evolved trait of everybody? I don't know, you know. But is, 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 is there any real is. selfless act? Well, yeah, because they all make you feel good. Don't they? Yeah. I gave two pounds to a lad today to get on the bus with because he, um, he, he only had a tenner and he did that like really sort of cinematic thing where he's like, what's your name? He's <laughs> like, Sam, Sam what? And he's like, what are you going to do? Send us a fruit basket. It's like, yeah. But so we've got to know with this. Sorry, sorry. Well, he had ten pounds yeah. Yeah, and you give him two pounds. <laughs> Stupid, isn't it? I, 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 I can understand uh, giving a tramp money, even though I never would. Uh, but <laughs> I, I couldn't. I can't understand. Well, this, this is the thing, right? So I felt like kind of good for a bit, right? And I was like, but I regularly walk past people and don't think to like. I don't, you know, I don't ignore them, but I wouldn't go out of my way to kind of go. Oh, hang on, I'll see what I've got. But you know, because you see a lot of people, yeah. people and I don't always buy the biggest you are or anything like that. I think. But I've just given this young lad who had ten pound, two yeah, pound. I think you've been conned. Wasn't a great act. <laughs> I just kind of felt like he, he reminded us of like what me sons might, you know, be but he, like. But he had ten pounds. Why? I don't understand why he gave two pounds. Oh, bus drivers are always really fucking moody. And I was like, oh yeah, have this two pound. <laughs> I know it's really stupid, wasn't it? But yeah. No, it's really nice. yeah. No, it's really stupid. I don't usually do stuff like that, and I just felt compelled to help the lad today, and I was like. Why though? Because I don't always just give money to people. I, I never do that. I'm quite tired. Was he fit? No. No, he was just like a sort of slightly camp teenage lad with a uh-huh. funny Geordie accent. And I, I, I liked him, I think. Yeah? Uh-huh. That was and it. And you gave him two quid? Yeah. I just thought, 
It's rattled you, hasn't it? It's, an, it's annoyed me. I, all I can see here is you going, I could have fucking had that. Too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Would you like two pounds? <laughs> <laughs> Would that even Sam, I've had ten, I my bag. Fuck yeah, that, that, that's just, just, I don't know, it just seems weird. He had ten pounds. <laughs> If he, if he had nothing, I'd, 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 I'd understand just, I'm not slightly. the bus drivers are late with these kids and then they say, no, you can't get on, mate, and they're just really peevish about it. Somewhere. I might have been a ruse really between him like the bus driver. Bus drivers. <laughs> Our bus drivers are fucking awful, I know. But <laughs> Sorry to the nice ones out there, but, you know, I've just had me fair few run-ins yeah. with bus yeah, drivers. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they scored as a people. Oh, really yeah. high. <laughs> I, would, I would get a bus driver on the podcast, but I can't fucking stand any of them, so... <laughs> That will never happen. Uh, Sammy, you've, I've just heard you say something that you said, oh, I've got £10 in purse, which has reminded me... Uh, <laughs> of, were you <laughs> No, of a, I mentioned earlier whether you thought there was more psychopaths in acting or comedy, mm. and you said comedy. Mm. Um, I've got an example of that, because um, you talked about leaving money in a purse. We know there's a comedian who was on the circuit uh, who stole money from out of your purse <gasps> in, a, in a green room oh my god oh it wasn't even that it was so much worse uh, he, he, he's still on the circuit he's just not on our circuit anymore I I, uh, I felt a bit sorry for him as, mm. a, as a figure because he was much derided and he was a bit of an oddity so I spent time with him and went out with him a few times mm. like to have a drink and that and I, I don't know I, I always feel a bit sorry for bullied people having been extensively bullied myself so I just thought oh people have gotten wrong or whatever mm. And he asked him, um, at the time I had fuck all, I was having to work two jobs just to keep me flat above me. And, and then it was like, just. Yeah. And he said, oh, I need a lift to a gig in Leeds. Will you help us? And I was like, I can do it for the petrol money. But so I had to finish work, take him to Leeds. The weather was shite, drove him all the way there, did the gig. The gig was in a pub that his friend owned. <laughs> and at the end of the night, it was just me, his friend, who owned the whole pub, and the comedian. Um, and we had a lock-in mm-hmm. he was letting me have anything from behind the bar we're having a lovely time it was dead nice um, and the next day I went to get my, my money because I said to him look you let me have whatever we like last night I can't I can't not give you nothing yeah, yeah. like it was really sweet of you and I went to give him some money from my purse and the money that I knew to be in there 30 British pounds mm-hmm. was gone and I was like eh? but the only time my bag was in the room was when it was just us three locked in this pub Yeah. and I haven't spent it I know I haven't dropped it I know it wasn't removed from there so it's either this bloke who owns a pub and is a poker champion <laughs> or this comedian. And I said to the comedian, I've, my money's gone. I didn't say it's been stolen, didn't say anything. And he went, oh, you don't think that he took it, do you? And in that poorly wow. acted sentence, I went, you fucking took it, didn't you? Yeah. And I couldn't say anything. I couldn't do anything. Oh, I was just, no. you know, when you feel tears pricking at the back of your eyes. <laughs> and then I had to drive him home. I don't feel emotionless, but I don't understand. <laughs> kind of. I, I was just so upset that I thought I've, like, I've helped you out here, mate. And I, I was driving him back from Leeds. I was knackered. I was so upset. And then I'd, I'd had the money folded a certain way and he took that money out of his pocket to give me 20 of it back for the petrol. And I was like, Jesus. that's my money. And I'm so terrible at confrontation. I didn't want to go, are you for fucking real? I just kept it to myself. And I got home and I knocked on my mum and dad's door and just burst into tears. And I was like, I helped him out and he's just nicked me money. And I had to fucking lock my dad in his flat because he was going to go after him and kill him. Oh, you should have let your dad go, I was go, so man. upset about the whole thing because it was that whole thing of, look, I've took a gamble on you and I've trusted you and I've tried to do right by you and you've done this. Mm-hmm. But I kept it to myself and I didn't want to say anything to the comedians because I didn't want to be the person spreading shit and all the other things. And then a few other things just started happening. And a couple of months later, another comedian said... Um, Oh, me and this comedian had a gig tonight and we both had wallets stolen out of the green room. Can you believe it? And I was like, I'm just going to take you aside, mate. 
uh, he didn't have his wallet stolen. Yeah. <laughs> you have. And uh, we all started putting my stories together and working yeah. it out. Yeah, it kind of it kind of came out on the on the scene, didn't it? Kind of yeah. word got out there. Because uh, I remember we've got like a, a comedy forum on Facebook where we all comedians have a bit of chat and that. And he was on it, this comedian. So uh, I was drunk one night and decided to call him out on it. Uh, and I called him. Like, I, call, I think I called him uh, a dirty thieving huckle. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> he 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 said, "Yeah, I might have done that, but you lend money off people to buy drugs and don't give them it back." And he didn't quite get how that wasn't the same thing. Mm. Like how, like yes, I have lent money in the past and it took us a while to pay it back. And yes, whatever I've done with that money uh, is up to me, do you know what I mean? Because I've lent that money. But he didn't quite get that no. it wasn't the same it, thing, no. that it might take me a while to pay that money back than <laughs> stealing money from somebody out of their purse and making them feel utterly like shit. He didn't quite... He Get sounds back. like an actual real psychopath. He definitely is. But he's since blamed that behaviour on being depressed. Being depressed, and yes. And I just don't have been depressed. And it doesn't, doesn't make us thief yeah. from our friends. No, it doesn't. doesn't. Um, the, the, the worst thing for me about it, because I don't know if you're still, like, whatever, have anything to do with him. Me? I have anything to do with him. I called him a, a, a thieving fat huckle. So uh, you can probably guess that. He blocked me on all social media. But have you... You seen that he puts pleas out for PayPal? Only because other people send me screenshots. Yes, he asks for money uh, regularly by. He pays bills. He doesn't like offer any. It's not like he's selling tickets for a show. He just puts his PayPal link on Facebook and goes, "Please give me money so I can pay my rent." But it's not no, even in the tone of "Please sure. help me." It's um, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to pay my bills again. Give me money here, and it's like. Ah, this it might be worse than the stealing. I'm not sure. No, the, stealing, the stealing, the stealing is definitely worse. Yeah, he's really entitled, isn't it? I find the, the stealing thing repugnant, yeah. but I find begging like disgusting. Interesting, because <laughs> we know a couple of people whose house he stayed in out the good of yeah. our hearts because he had nowhere to stay. Yeah, there's, there's, couple, there's couple who are uh, part of the comedy circuit in certain ways. They let them stay mm-hmm. at, at the house rent free. And he was still nicking off them. Stealing from and them. then I was speaking to another comedian recently who said, "Oh, all this about that person." I shared a green room with him once and came away 50 quid later and I always thought like oh I wonder who that was and blah 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 it was him wasn't it and I was yeah. like yes mate you're another name on that list why doesn't nobody like pull him up on it well interestingly I said something about it on stage once at a tiny gig in a tiny venue and I was just doing like a work in progress and I mentioned and I said his name mm-hmm. that's true he did steal that money from mm-hmm. us but someone in the room got went back to him and said just so you know she's talking about this on stage mm-hmm. and he sent us this big long message saying like I think I owe you an apology and blah blah blah. You got all your money. I'd like to make <laughs> no. amends. And he met up with us at Edinburgh and gave us twenty quid back. And I really wanted to go. It's thirty, mate. Thirty. But I thought, you know, it's better than nothing. But it was only. It was clearly only because I'd mentioned on stage. He didn't want to make amends. And he was scared it was going to ruin his reputation. Yeah. The sauna thing that we were talking about. But yeah, that's definitely that's that. definitely. Uh, a trait of psychopathy, isn't it? That, that you worry about what, how others are going to perceive you. Yeah, of, of I'm scared about how people perceive us, though. But yeah, Sammy, we've, we've not, discovered you're, you're, you've got absolutely no, psych, no, <laughs> no psychopathic traits here. Just a, a, little, a little kind pussy. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd be mortified if someone. I, you know how comedians talk about comedians behind their backs. I yeah. assume I'm getting talked about because everyone's getting talked about. But it would be, I'd be heartbroken if people were saying like she's a right cunt. They can say other things mm. like that are totally true that I'm fine with. But if it was like about me being a bad person or me being nasty or mm-hmm. being, I don't know any like deplorable quality. Yeah, I think I'd be so mortified. I'd have to. Right, Sammy, so, mean, as, as a comedian who talks about other comedians behind their back all the time, okay. Me, I call, <laughs> you. You've you've never. I've never heard your your uh, name come up uh, with a bad word about you from anyone. Does anyone want to fuck us? 
That's only because the conversations we have are either this person's a cunt or do you want to fuck them? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would imagine lots do, but I don't really talk about stuff oh, like that's that. That's a shame. That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> Not bothered that your fella might be listening. It's <laughs> nice to be wanted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fair yeah. enough, fair enough. I think as well, there's a difference between like someone just having a, an opinion of you. People are always going to have oh, yeah, yeah. whatever opinions about you and actually stating something factual that you've done mm. to yeah. them, in, which isn't the case of this guy. So there's a difference for sure. Yeah. I think it's totally fine that you outed him on stage. I think more people should be doing I mean, that. It was a bit of an accident and it was a bloody long live. There were six people in the room. Yeah. It's hardly going to make the press. Do you know what I mean? Still got it wasn't trying to slander him. Yeah, yeah. I'm only a tenner down now. Yeah, he's just... We keep saying he's made reparations to everybody, hasn't he? He's hasn't. given me 20 quid. Yeah, I know. No, I know he hasn't uh, made reparations to people. No. Ah, what are you going to do? Yeah. Maybe we'll get him on. <laughs> ah, do you know, do you know what? I, would I would probably do it. And I think that's the bloody signifier of a sign. Yeah, he would do it. He, even though he knows I'm hosting it, I think he would still do it. Do you think it'd be quite interesting to get I'd get I'd, one on that is quite he, I mean, he's blocked me, but I'll get somebody else to mess with him if he wants to do it. That's that's put me. Yes, if you're out like there. Like, if he's listening now, I, I will absolutely <laughs> crucify it on this. I will be The invitation is but, there. But the invitation's there. I fucking love that. Uh, well, Sammy, listen, thank you very much for doing the podcast. Thank you very much. You've been fantastic. Uh, I've got a feeling this podcast is going to be the most talked about episode we've had so far. For, and rightly so. For, can you, been an can you just take the slander out? That would do me the world's good. No, that's the best bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely not. I mean, you know, what, what's next for you career-wise? Have you got anything really big? The panel, I suppose. It's taken over my bloody life. I mean, the, sa- the stand comedy club aren't going to sack you, if, if, even if you have slandered someone other. Oh, no, I mean... <laughs> it's, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not editing any of it out. Uh, it, was, it was me that named... The person you didn't, you didn't name. That's true. Well, I named him to you, and I knew what was going to happen. So, <laughs> ergo, the Geordie said, "We love a good gossip." Yeah. It's a I think you've just got to accept yeah. it, haven't you? It's human nature, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's how we evolved, apparently. Yeah, gossip. So, anything else in the pipe? Then you've got the um, you do a podcast with yeah. uh, fellow comedian Lee Kyle, yes. who got mentioned uh, last week very briefly, but I forgot to mention uh, podcast fans. It was actually his idea for the Psychopath Test podcast. Yes, he is our founding father. He is. He's like we're going to have a little shrine to him. I think. Oh, uh, like that. We're definitely going to have him on at some point. Uh, but me being the psychopath I am, I, I begged and pleaded for him, for him to let me have this format. Uh, he took the and it took three years, and uh, <laughs> here we are. Uh, so thanks, Lottie. Yeah, so you and Lee do a podcast called Which is the Best? Yes. Um, I mean, it's a thin premise holding together two fucking idiots talking, but it's we'll compare things with the same or similar name and mm-hmm. definitively work out which one of them's the best. But it is basically endless me and him trying to decide which one's the most fucking mental. And it has over the three years we've been doing it realised we might be siblings, which is a nice little... Yeah, they have a little ongoing thing there, don't you? Yeah, Yeah. it's it's looking more and more likely, which is weird. So that's which is the best that's available on? Is on iTunes? It's on all of the podcast things, but yes, iTunes... Excellent. Anything else? The the podcast, the panto... What's the dates for the panto? If anybody's wondering what I can't remember. Um, 15th and 16th of Scotland, so I think from the 17th to the 23rd, we're at the stand... Uh, most days there's one show at one o'clock and on weekends we do two shows at one o'clock and a four, a four o'clock and that you do an Edinburgh stand Glasgow stand and Newcastle stand Newcastle is the one we're doing the two weeks at but I think it's going to be good we're trying to put better messages in we're mm-hmm. not being like righteous I mean it's, there's a lot of fart jokes good stuff. but we're just trying to make it less like a princess needs a prince and mm-hmm. all yeah. that shit yeah. and I'm playing someone who's gender fluid mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
I just needed an excuse to be a drag queen. You love trannies and that, don't you? I love them. I feel you there, sister. Um, <laughs> if people want to get in touch, uh, what's the best place? Is it Twitter, would you say? Yeah. I didn't you, you can probably vet people on Twitter. Sammy T. Dobson on Twitter. Sammy T. Dobson Instagram. We'll put links in the show notes where you can get in touch with Sammy and you can find out where she's at next. Not like in a stalkery way, but you know, if they want to come and see the panto honestly um, follow us if you like like in real life because it's nice to be wanted yeah yeah, yeah. good yeah she's down for that yeah, so yeah. you know I so I thought so uh, what you got planned have you heard back from Holby City yet silence silence so I'm going to take that as a resounding no <laughs> how, how long has it been it's it's been two weeks Two weeks. It's been two weeks, so... Yeah, I'm not saying secretly that I didn't want you to get the part because I was worried that you might leave the podcast. <laughs> uh, but... But, now that it's... Uh, now that I'm quite... Yeah, I'm quite, this podcast's going to be doing much better than some fucking TV show that's on primetime BBC One. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. And I'm going... Um, I, what I've got planned is I'm going to see Disney on Ice with the kids tonight. Oh! Uh, oh, fucking hell. That's right next to my house. It'll be Traffic Central. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, do you live right next to it? Right next to it. Oh, oh my park there. Make it, yeah. There's a park next to where you live. Yeah. Well, I'm going to use your... Because I was worried about, worried about getting pop. Anyway. That's the show. <laughs> showbiz life I lead. Um, Sammy, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Sammy. Thank you for your hospitality. Doing the uh, psychopath test. Uh, if we'll get here in loads of trouble, I really am sorry, but I, I'm not editing anything out. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gents, uh, please follow us on Instagram at something on Twitter something else uh, the psycho cast on Twitter uh-huh. and the psychopath test on Instagram Ooh. and if you go on, on if you Google, if you go on Facebook and type in the psychopath test podcast our page will come up and there's also a group you can join where you can chat about things um, discuss all the people we've outed on this episode again. Yes. <laughs> and you can take the psychopath test yourself um, and we'll place you on our listener leaderboard yes um, do please post your results and let us know how big of a psychopath you are brilliant but uh, Sa- Sammy Sam once again thank you very much uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you again next week cheers bye, bye. bye. bye.